When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media, Gig Bomb and Smithy Marie. Broadcasting from the heart of Hollywood, just south of the wall. <laughs> this is The Night is Dark. I'm Ken Absock, joined by Tiffany's Tweets, Tiffany Smith. Hello. Per usual. Yep. Uh, this is the podcast where we break down Game of Thrones. Usually Maude Garrett is here, but she's on a vacation to High Garden. So our uh, favorite fill-in uh, and very knowledgeable bookie. Michelle Boyd is back. Hello. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, it's good to be back. We'll have you back for this. Uh, Some for all of you now. Yeah. Yeah. This, <laughs> yeah. Is, this was uh, another, well, they've done it again, and we're going to break into it. But uh, you, of course, find this show. We're right now uh, live on live stream. If you're watching, thank you so much. Yay. Courtesy of the fine folks of I, at I See the Frog, David and Alex, behind the scenes there, yep. setting up some stuff for us. <laughs> um, audio versions of this podcast will be available on the Knapsack Files podcast feed. And that's on iTunes, Potomatic, and Stitcher. And, of course, YouTube yep. is where you can find the video version later on Geek Bomb's YouTube page. And then our bonus shows on your YouTube channel, yep. Tiffany. Just look for Tiffany M. Smith or just Tiffany Smith YouTube. And I always put up the End Full of Terrors bonus videos. Last week it was all of our questions about the White Walkers, the Whites. We shall see what this week's episode will be. <laughs> the Dance of Dragons yes! is this week's episode. And I'm getting tweets already, and I'll tell you this. Yay, Stannis! <laughs> no, Ken. Way to go! I think you've officially got to kill your love for that guy. Yeah. What do I do with all my merchandise? I just have to say that Stannis... <laughs> I have a lot of Stannis memorabilia Stannis has officially overtaken, I think, how terrible Ramsay Bolton is. Let's be... I'm going to give you the, the reasoning why I think this. Okay. Ramsay never pretends that he's a good guy. Mm -hmm. He always leaves his ugly out in front. Everybody knows what he does, what he's about. Mm -hmm. Stannis is like, oh, daughter, I mean, I should do what I need to do to make things happen, to be the man I'm supposed to be, and kind of, like, tricks her into saying, I want to help you, Dad. Well, I just didn't it's like really that. really awful <laughs> and worse. Up, it's like, worse. If you're being true to the man you are and who you're supposed to be, there really is no choice. I'm like, yes, there is. Yep. Yes, th there's a choice. You're making it right now. Yeah, you know, but Ken. Yeah, yeah. Look, I know. I, oh. I'm, I'm gonna try to hold to it. I just maybe got to. No, you're not. Um, we'll get, <laughs> we'll get to that part of the show later. Episode directed by David Nutter. Excellently, excellently directed. Yeah, there's yes. some beautiful shots, and uh, there's also some. Uh, well, some never-ending story stuff at the end that we're going to discuss. Uh, that didn't look that well. Um, and let's dive in. We start in the North last week, of course. I mean, we had the main event of main events, Jon Snow versus the Night's King. Mm -hmm. That one had everyone talking. How many times did you watch that episode, Michelle, this week? 
four times. I watched that scene four times, right. which was basically the episode. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I just yeah. I needed to see what was going on with the dragon glass. I wanted to see what was going on with Carsey and her kids. And uh, oh, wait, were those her children that were zombies? No, they weren't. That, but she's going to let them kill her anyway. And that's her name? That's Car her name. Carsey. Yes. You dug that up. Because we were wondering. Carson. Yeah, I feel like when we looked right. on IMDb maybe last week, it was, was Wilding Chiefstis for a yeah. while, and we yeah. thought maybe Mother Mole, but because well, it was Carson. such a strange thing to have all this character development, and then oh, that's going nowhere. But it's really not maybe? that strange for Game of Thrones when you think about it. But within like, one episode, I was surprised mm -hmm. that they didn't give us more of a payoff with her. That but it I feel like that's also on. because we're not going to wipe out one of our main characters. So let's give you one and have you connect with her a little bit, and then you'll feel something. But it's like the ones that we really knew well, they couldn't take them but out. What's the one left? in Game of Thrones. The giant always wins. Do that and uh, and don't Beware ever of zombie kids. don't kill the zombie kids <laughs> and don't ever be feel connected to someone. Yeah. As no. I learned this week, because yes. I've been connected to Stannis since season yeah. two. Uh, so in the north, uh, the the army is cold. Yep. The Stannis' army, they are they are dying. They are they are not having food to eat. They are grumpy. They are having trouble getting to Winterfell. Well, and I think this episode, for me, I enjoyed the opening so much because I think sometimes on shows they don't trust the audience to know that you remember what was talked about before. So this episode opens up, and there's no real explanation of what has happened. The fires just start. And yep. you're like, oh, yes, that was when Ramsay was like, just give me 20 good men. Proving. Ramsey kind of knows his stuff when it comes to military yeah. activities. He does. I mean, he knows how to sneak attack. Let's yeah. put it that way. Lies, treachery. These are Ramsey's standholds. So uh, I didn't really know what he was going to do either. Yeah. I thought he might go up to Stannis and say, hey, I'm a northern lord. Let me join you and kind of take him down that way. But I like this. This was quick. This was done. And oh, now Stannis when is in trouble. When has he lied? He lied Ramsey? to Theon at the very beginning. Yeah. He said he was a northerner. He said he was going to sneak him out and get him back, back to home. His that, that was and... the only time. I feel like every other time major. he has You're lied. right. You're right. Ramsey is pretty honest <laughs> yeah. in his brutality. Yes. So we'll give him that. <laughs> Except we'll give for him that, that first time. Yeah. 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 But I, every other time. And I like last week when Ramsey was like, he went all like expendables. Like, I just need 20 good men. Yeah. <laughs> and, and this week he did it. it was, uh, I thought it was a pretty good opening sequence. Yeah. And of course, uh, Melisandre, Melisandre comes out and like that fire i thought maybe she was like oh she party starting exactly yeah. and then the uh, burning horse goes flying by which i was like hey look there's the white walkers horses <laughs> i thought well let's just step closer to dinner our yeah. attacks right. well, which right. is what they ended up doing yeah i was kind of surprised i would expect her to be able to control the fire a little yeah. bit more but she mm -hmm. the thing with her is that it's like she doesn't actually ever control the fire she puts things in it and can read it. That's it. She doesn't get to be like, and now fire light, and now do this. The, She's I don't not even an X-Men. I don't even think, exactly. I don't even think she knows what is going to exactly happen right. when she connects with the Lord of Light. It's just like, I know I'm supposed to do this, and he'll do whatever is supposed to happen. Could, could she also, I don't think, I agree with you, I don't think she could have necessarily stopped all that fire, but I mean, could she have been like, ah, oh, this is chaos. Chaos is a ladder. Stannis is going to really need <laughs> me now. I mean, I'm sure it kind of worked in her favor, but she probably yeah. was just going along with, well, this is just the Lord of Light's plan, and this is the journey now to killing your daughter. Well, and I think <laughs> if I don't think if that had ha if that had not happened, mm -hmm. I don't know that Stannis would have followed through on what he ended up doing in this episode because mm -hmm. it was like they literally were at their wit's end. There's nothing else they could do. They can't go back to Castle Black. They can't move forward. There's no food. Everybody's dying. Now it's even worse because they've lost all their horses. Yeah. I mean, maybe they got some extra meat out of it, but... 
-hmm. So it was like I feel like that she could say, you know, that was it was part all part of the Lord of Light's plan. Right. She's going to go take one of her baths and be like, hey, I, I found it. I got the plan. Demon yep. shadow, baby. I got Here the you plan. Go. And Smoke vagina just, monster. And can we just notice that he, you know Stannis knew this was the wrong decision because he sent Davos away. Right. Absolutely. He sent his conscious, he sent his little Jiminy Cricket off yeah. to the wall right. just because he knew he was about to do some bad shit. Do, do some bad, bad stuff. But before that, the wall, we go back to the wall. Mm-hmm. And Sir Alistair Thorne, who I actually like. I seem to like rough, mean men. Um, I think he's a good leader, but that's another thing. He's there, Snow and Liam Neeson giant, and everyone else has come back. (laughs) And there was a moment. Did did you think for a second, Tiffany, that that Thorne was going to say, nope? I did. There was a brief moment where I was like, is he going to, like, dump stuff on them? Are they going to shoot arrows at them? Because John looked worried. Like, mm-hmm. I think that that moment was, that was the only reason why I was like, uh, like John needed to walk up with a little bit more confidence. I'm like, why does, why is he actually scared? They're not going to let him back in. They already talked about it. Right. They knew it was going to happen. This is the best case scenario that he shows up with a bunch of wildlings. Yeah. And for the free folk, this is lot for a lot of them. This is the farthest they've gone South. It's yeah. a big moment for Most them. Most of them have never even seen the wall. Right. I mean, it was just that one raiding party with Mance Raider that yeah. got taken down that was going to breach the wall, and then everyone else was going to come in. But this was this is major for them. And by the way, like it, I think it's going to be interesting to see what they do now because you mentioned before what you know they're going to need to feed and clothe and house all of these wildlings, and they're not really long yeah. on supplies either. And you know, it's not like any of these wildlings know how to farm. So right. sure, give them land, but. Then what? Yeah. Well, and that was also where, you know, when you go back to Stannis and he, when he sent the onion night away, he was like, so go to Castle Black, get me food, get me horses. And I'm like, uh, bro, you don't realize that they just got a whole crap ton of other people. They were already running out of food and now they have like a whole nother group to feed. They're not going to be able to send you anything. I'm also kind of thinking though that Stannis knew that. He just yeah. needed an excuse yeah. to send well, Alice yeah. away. And Alistair says to Snow, you have a good heart, Jon Snow. It will get us all killed. killed. <laughs> Once again, and, and one of the lessons Game of Thrones always kind, kind of teaches you, when you go with your heart, you end up with your head off or dead, or burnt at a stake. But it hasn't happened that way for Jon. Not Every yet. Every time yet. he's done what, like, every time he's done something, mm-hmm. he's had the outcome that he needed to get. I mean, the best that he could have. Well, I hate as, guys like that. <laughs> as long as Alistair Thorne doesn't say, I knew you'd come back. You always do. Yeah. yeah. Then he's safe. Then he's fine. I'm like, also, John, don't ever say, I'll be right back. It's <laughs> just ever. Yeah. And then a great moment, too, with uh, Samwell now kind of offering mm-hmm. advice to John. John leaning on him, really, in the he first He became a man while moment. John was gone. That's true. <laughs> you, th- you think Sam was just kind of like, hey, hey, I got something to tell you. Yeah. Hey, oh, for sure. Yeah, come Definitely. to the storeroom. <laughs> yeah, he's like, we got something to talk about. And John's like, uh, we got something to talk about. You're right. There were White Walkers and they raised an entire army from the dead. Like, yeah, he's fine, like, fine, fine. But dude, I had sex with Gilly. <laughs> the, the fact that Sam is here is, is a departure of the books we won't go into. But Michelle, as a bookie as, as you are, you look at this stuff, you look at the growth of Sam. That's kind of been a weird season. A lot of the same points have been hit. But this was, to me, kind of a big moment. What do you think? Was Sam kind of like, hey, let, let me help you through this, John? I think it definitely was. But honestly, all I could really focus on was Ollie. 
I just I that especially with what Sam told him last week. Yeah. And that's what that's where I think Sam gets into trouble is because he has those good intentions, but he's not really thinking through what mm-hmm. his words are gonna say. And you know, telling Ollie last week, ah, sometimes you need to do what you know is right, even if you're the yeah, only again. one. Yeah. And Ollie yeah. just glaring down John. Like, and I mean, that's just that does not bode well. In, in a game in, in a game of uh, Thrones, uh, so you know, so good with surprises. What I'm trying to say, um, the Ollie stuff seems to be pr- pretty heavy handed. It's a little going bit, down. yeah, a little bit. It's always focus on this little brat kid. Well, well and the same thing with what's going to happen. Yeah. It's like, are they going to have to take? Like, is John going to have to take him out at some point? Like. Is it going to come down? Like, yeah, what maybe. are they going to do? We already saw that some of the wildlings cannot fight children. Mm-hmm. Well, well, that one's dead. So <laughs> she's been taking just saying. <laughs> she's, I'm just well, saying. Well, she's dead as a human. She's <laughs> wandering right now, probably up at hard home. Yeah. Uh, Resurrected. Which, by the way, did. Oh, never mind. Mm-hmm. It was from last week. What the hell was up? Why can't they cross running water? Anyway. I'm there sure was some debate about online it. about that. I mean, the, yeah. A lot of them just think of the Night's King was kind of like, yeah. hey, we just warming up here, yeah. all right? Let's just all show right. you what we got. Made of no. still coming. So then we go this back week. to Davos. Mm. You were going to say something? I cut you off. Oh, no, no, no. I was just saying, let's focus on this week. Yeah, true. And, yeah. and we go back to Davos and this thing we were, we were talking about where, where Stannis is like, hey, I got a mission for you. Well, anyone can do it. No, no, this is for you, dude. Yeah. Um, and uh, well, you knew something at that point bad was happening. Davos is gone again. Uh, we won't get too much into the book departures, but Davos kind of isn't really here anyway, so they needed a plot point to get him, plot device to get him out anyway. I, I also but, think that, I mean, the explanation that he gives, yes, I think part of it was that he knew what he was doing. Doing that Davos would try and stop him and that was not what Absolutely. he needed in that moment but I also think what he said was true he's like if I send any messenger to John and I'm like we need horses and food and he says no we don't have it what's that kid gonna say okay and then come back and we're still in the exact same position but you I know have the experience have the weight to be able to say something and be like no we actually yeah. need this and, and again Stannis knows I'm going to listen to this guy. I'm, I'm too weak around this yeah. guy. He's like my best buddy, the drinking yeah. buddy. Yeah. Like, you're right. I shouldn't date that fire girl. All right. I'll listen to you. Made him the king's hand for a reason. Right. Well, if you're going to talk books, I mean, neither Shireen nor the mom are there at this point right. either. Both right. of them are still back. Up at the wall. It doesn't matter, That's guys. But it factors <laughs> in. It fa- yeah, it, it's not the books and there's been dramatic changes, but a lot of this stuff factors in where you're kind of like, what all right? What are they doing? They are dramatically changing some narrative that we yeah. we know is coming. So that means it might be different. Or again, I always say this stuff could very well be Winds of Winter spoilers because mm-hmm. uh, George yeah. never finished that book. But um, <laughs> and then we please we go, don't die, George. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, then ever, we head over to Dorne. Uh, no, no. We, well, yeah, you have you have that, that moment with with oh, uh, we, Shireen we, and Davos, oh. and, and this is their final. Oh. I mean, again, more clues. If you're a veteran watcher of Game of Thrones, anytime there's like, sweet moments, sweet. somebody's gonna yeah. die. Yep. yep. Oh, nice. Oh, he gave her a stag. Oh, yeah. that's not, oh god. And uh, Shireen, it. of course, reading a dance uh, of dragons, mm-hmm. the the story of the Targaryen civil war. She's like the world of ice and fire app you can have on your iPad. She's just <laughs> rattling off the names in history. And yeah, that was a. I mentioned it only because it, it was. We knew it was something what bad was coming. Was coming. Yeah. It's also interesting because I feel like we usually the titles are very telling of the episode. And yes, there have been ones where they've said the title. This episode, Dance of Dragons, was said so many times. I feel. Like. 
like, it's like the gift. It yeah. Felt, yeah. Every five yeah. minutes, yeah. which, which was, is fine. More yeah. Would you like a gift? Yeah. <laughs> I present the gift. <laughs> um, so from there, then we go to Dorn because yep. you were so quick to go to Dorn. You like those. I Dornish love Dorn. I love really? seeing. I really like seeing what else is going on there. We sure. haven't really experienced that much outside of the palace at this point. Seeing like, some actual color every yeah. now and then yeah. is nice. Yeah. 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 Being nice. able to see characters' faces. <laughs> yeah, It's nice to watch the, these parts of the show where you actually don't have to adjust your TV's lighting. Yeah, yeah. I also think I like watching it because I'm like, I could be from there. <laughs> you could be, except for a lot of the stuff that goes on there. I think you, you might not want to be. You might want to go up to... Anywhere is fine. Although it does open with one of the most beautiful shots, I, I think, showing the kind of grandeur and splendor yeah. of this Dorn Palace, which the, I like, personally enjoyed. Upshot on yeah. Jamie yes. as he's walking in. And what I loved about this scene was it's such a teenage conversation that they have when he walks in. He's like, <laughs> nice dress. And she's like, uh, I know. I'm really accustomed. Yeah. I'm really come accustomed to the weather here. It yeah. suits me. And she's like in her like scandalous dress. I'm like, that's exactly what. <laughs> A father slash uncle yeah. would say to their teenage The, the note I put was teenage daughters, daughter. right, Jamie? <laughs> <laughs> like, now you know what Ned Stark was yep. dealing with. Yep. So we have uh, a lot of people, I know in the chat room too, are expressing their displeasure of Dorn and the Dorn storyline, the Dornish mm -hmm. plan, and all that stuff this season. And I agree. Uh, it was not executed to the best of their ability that the show, even in its most controversial moments, it executes things pretty well. This season just came off. I ask you because you're not you had no expectations of Dorne other than Obrit. Everything going on in Dorne this season so far feels a little bit not one note, but like there's no like there's no gray. It there's feels very, there's nothing going like, on behind the scenes with mm -hmm. the stuff that you see, and mm -hmm. that could very well change quickly. But it feels like what you see is what you get with all of these characters. It's like Alaria is the one who's pissed off. She's always mm -hmm. pissed off. The daughters are the ones who are like trying to kill everybody. They're like fussy and fighting with each other. So there's not um, nuance to the characters. I feel like in from Dorn. a writing standpoint, it's not flushed out. Michelle, yes. you are obviously someone who knows Dorn inside and out <laughs> as a reader. Um, where are you at with this? I mean, to be honest, they've changed so much from the books uh, that I honestly just kind of try to look at the scenes just as they are now. I mean, mm. they're introducing a, like a lot of new stuff. They're trimming out a lot, but yeah. And, and, yeah. you know, and like Tiffany said, they're simplifying it quite a bit. And mm. it's so it's, I'm not enjoying it as much. It's more just like, oh, look at the pretty colors. Mm. I think it was a, kind of a nice moment, uh, you know, with. I guess with Alaria changing her tack, but again, it felt too easy. Like, oh, just that yeah. to me, just though, to I me felt or like, die, and okay, so now what? I don't. The scene with her where she goes to talk to Jamie, mm -hmm. that was the scene where I'm like, okay, we're starting to get to flesh out these characters a bit yes. more, right. and I think it's it's only because we have so many other characters, and it's like, okay, now that Jamie's there, we know who he is, so it's like, okay, that character can help to kind of get those nuances out of the other characters that we're still getting to know. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that scene where she goes to talk to him and, you know, she's asks him about his sister and she's like, here, no one would care about that stuff. And so it was, it was a nice moment because you saw that she is not one note. She does definitely have 
a different tactic that mm -hmm. she's trying to use, and I don't know if she's trying to manipulate him or not. Mm -hmm. We'll have to wait and see. She's all passion, and Doran's all, Prince Doran's all common sense. Tommy D says in the chat room, the writing for Doran has been bad as a non-book reader. I have no idea which Sand Snake is which or what their names are, and that's an excellent point. Yeah, yeah. which I had a big problem with when they first introduced them because if, from what I remember, the whole idea of the Sand Snakes is every single one is from a different paramour of Oberyn. Yeah. We were talking about this before. We weren't sure yeah, if all three of them were Ilaria's children, especially because yeah. they mentioned there's four daughters. Even when yeah. they showed up the first time, the, the story that the one daughter was saying where it was like, he came to get me, and I was like, so is she adopted? Or she was living with her other mom somewhere else? Living with her mom because she said pointed to my mother's tears. So I'm pretty yeah. sure it, it's still yeah. going with the story of each one is a different mother's yeah. daughter, and they're just kind of going with this weird, hey, all Dornish women look alike. Right. But yeah. the, actually, the one thing I did want to bring up was because um, if you remember, and, you're, and you're, this is history now, Dorne didn't bow the knee to the Targaryens. Like they, mm -hmm. they were yeah. separate. They stayed out of Robert's rebellion. They were not part yeah. of it. So it's interesting now to see the kind of alliance that he's trying to keep with the Lannisters and King's Landing. And the one thing I did want to just mention very, very briefly from the book that I'm sad they aren't bring, seeming to bring up at the same time. They're also secretly trying to have an alliance with the Targaryens. They're kind mm -hmm. of sending, mm -hmm. they're sending Quentin. They're sending a different son that you never get to see over to Daenerys to try to get her to marry him. And I think that illustrates Dorne better for me than they're showing it but in the book. But that stuff where the it's like when plan, you talk yeah. about the books, we don't know. That could happen. So it, that, <laughs> no, as no, a no, non-book no, reader, it's, I'm it's, like, don't it's, say it's, stuff no, like no, no, that. It's, it's it already done. It's, it, it's done. It's that storyline is it's, done by now. They've so yeah. undercut the Dornish plan and all the storyline there. It, it's, it's, it is, and I think it I think it affected it because the Dorne stuff fell so flat. And at the end, we'll talk more at the end of this episode. It just kind of wraps up in a tight little package and heads back on. But I think there's still a chance that next season it's like as we go further they're going to mm. develop more stuff with that area it's hard there's so many characters all the time and so they're bringing in new stuff and it's like they can't integrate another massively intricate political story where it's like we're going to put the Dorn Dornish people in and also they're going to be trying to protect her daughter but also kill her and then also be with the Targaryens and then also do all this stuff when we don't actually know who the daughters even are. Oh, just yeah. wait. I mean, they still have to bring in the Greyjoys some more. So <laughs> we haven't even gotten Which to that. Which the uh, casting leaks from this uh, week, the casting call shows, looks like we got some Greyjoys coming back yep. next year. Which I couldn't even keep straight in the books. So yeah. God help us all. And I'm trying to lose show. more hair to maybe be Balon stunt double. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> and of course, we have to mention the, mention the Sand Snakes playing patty cake in the jail cell. <laughs> the sisters fight. Uh, that was a little weird. Uh, but uh, from there we go to Bravos. <laughs> that's it. That was, yes, that was no, that's, that's I saw I saw Kyle in the chat room give just a face palm. Yeah, yeah. that's really all it deserves. So we have Lana of the Canals, not Cat, because that would be too confusing yeah. for us in TV land. Um, she's selling her stuff, and lo and behold, we got the Dork of Dorks, Mace Tyrell. And Marin Trant of mm -hmm. the Kingsguard showing up. Mm-hmm. Which I loved because last week's episode, um, when he's talking to Arya and he's like, I don't know what you were going to see when you go down to the docks. I just want, I just know you're supposed to go to the docks. And so it makes me believe that he knows way more, maybe not necessarily the day that they were going to show up, but that something was going to go down there. And so it was like, just keep, you're going to go back again tomorrow. Just keep going back. 
Yeah. Um, so it was cool that they showed up. And even for me, I was like, because I'm, I, well, this is way past what I read in the books, but where I'm like, wait, which ones are they again? Who are they? <laughs> she wants to kill which one? Mm-hmm. Um, so it was good just to get like that refresher because that stuff happens so fast. Like the moment yeah. where the boat comes up and I was like, who are they? <sighs> and you see Arya look over or Lana look over yeah. and she's like, uh, the guy was like, I want to buy some of your stuff. Nope. Yeah. yeah. And of course, uh, Marin Trant killed Serial Pharrell, the dance master the mm-hmm. dancing master for Ario all the way back in season one. So he is on the list, and uh, we knew something was coming. Not happening yet. Instead, we get to go to a fun whorehouse. Woo-hoo! A bravosi whorehouse. Those ones got to be top quality. You're right, fellas? <laughs> uh, a little, uh, Gross. little disturbing mm-hmm. stuff in there. Gross. Right, children? Yeah, Emphasis mean, on children, yeah. by they, the way. They did a very good job with this character where you're building up there's nothing likable about him. Like never has even been, right. with his soldiers or with the other knights that are there, he's like, Yeah, you can yeah. come yeah. in. I'm not gonna pay for anything. Like, I don't like to share. And yeah. you're like, okay. First round of whores on you? No. Yeah. Not so much. <laughs> okay. I think it's nice. I'll for take a club soda. Who may not remember him very well from yeah. the beginning. Because yeah. yeah, there's been a lot of characters since then to yep. be like, oh no, we hate him. Like yeah. right well, off. Because how bat. much did we actually like did we have him that much aside from that? The fight that they had. He, well, he's been kind of Cersei's lackey a little bit. Yeah, lackey, personal. But yeah, not Kingsguard. That much. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I feel like this almost was the most that we were seeing his true character mm-hmm. of who he is, and where you're like, okay, yeah, you can totally get. Yeah, him. he's a registered sex offender. Yeah, yeah. I did like the red herring of every time he kept looking over at Lana, and we're everyone going, is he, "Does he recognize her? Is, yes. it, is this how this is going to go down?" Is but it, no, what? no, no, that's probably not he what just was happening. Likes young. Young, young. Yeah, yeah, yes, girls. yes, yes, uh, yes. I think you're right, but also <laughs> the way, but uh, the way it played out, maybe there is a little bit of maybe. fog of memory because he could have easily said, "Give me, give me the girl selling the the the, the, the clams there." But he 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 kind of had that moment again. I don't know. I, I I get what you're. I think we all yeah. thought that, but the, at the end of that scene, it was like, "Oh, maybe there's something going." I don't on. think that he recognized her. I think it was more about even even though what. no matter that he was asking for a Mm -hmm. young girl is despicable Mm -hmm. but I think it was that when they came in and they were like get out of here that he's like mom I'm not gonna mess with that (laughs) it's bad enough what I'm asking for but she's not even one of the girls I don't know I've had some problems with some younger strippers before (laughs) and um, (laughs) usually Vegas. Just sorry, uh, Vegas. Ken is lying. Her name was Vanity at Deja Vu in Vegas. It's a Stop long story. That. Um, not true. It was um, sapphire. But so that whole scene, though, which I actually thought, like, not that I need to see more naked women, but it was actually like kind of weird on Game of Thrones that all of the girls coming in were clothed. Maybe it's a Bravosi thing. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Knows? Maybe. Yeah. But I thought that was kind of weird. I was like, huh. This well, would never happen in Littlefinger's brothel. Tiffany was like, wow, there was a lot less nudity than I normally would expect and want on the show. Hear that? More nudity for I'm Tiffany. Just, I'm just saying it was a it was a difference. It was different <laughs> than what you would see in Littlefinger's brothel. Yeah. That's for sure. So this is it, this is a touch of a controversial scene, obviously, just a uh, controversial topic that they uh, introduced. Um, but we have to hope that next week this pays off in dramatic, mm-hmm. needle-like fashion, right? We're all rooting for this mm-hmm. now. You're My on board. My hope, and I... Like, I think I tweeted this to somebody last week, but where I was just like, what do I think is going to happen in the last two episodes? And I was like, I really think that we're going to get Aya to make a face change. And so I want her to go back the next day 
and have like a new face and then she get it. kills Makeover. the dude. Jen Kemp had a good comment. It turned into Taken for a second there. Yeah. yeah it was a, a little, little bit. Yeah. yeah. I just, I, you know, you think uh, the the faceless man sending Arya back means that he knew that she was going to meet Marin Trant. I'm not sure. I don't sure. know that he knew. I feel like it's a lot like Melisandre, where it's like they don't know exactly what's going to happen, but they know mm -hmm. that that person's supposed to be in that spot at like around that time. So it's like, keep going there. I don't know what exactly is going to happen. Because he even said that when the other girl was like, she's not ready, and he's like, he doesn't, the yeah, God of many faces doesn't care. I feel care. like it's kind of more of a choice. Like, you know, she can, you know, depending on what she sees, that's yeah. going to determine what her next step is. And she may not have noticed anything wrong with the gambler or the, the insurance scam. Mm -hmm. The fact that she noticed that, I think, mm -hmm. meant that she was then ready to kind of take the next step. Yeah. And but he wasn't going to tell her that. Rachel Cushing, uh, our, our valued member of the chat room, yeah. Rachel says uh, she, she'll she kill Trant, but Jack and Jack won't be happy with her, which might be a little bit of lesson. Again, you're, you're Arya. This is what Arya wanted. This mm -hmm. is your passion. This is yeah. your vengeance coming out. I wanted you to kill this dude, so that could play out well, in a weird way. Well, I also way. think it's more about her telling him everything that's happening. Because the fact that she doesn't share is keeping it personal. If she went to him, yeah. if they were okay to kill this the guy who's gambling because he's ruining families, if she went to him and was like, listen, he's like buying young girls at the brothel, you know, I don't know that it would be something that he would be annoyed about, but it's like, you're not actually giving up who you are because you're still making this choice by yourself. Right. You're not coming to all of us and being like, okay, mm. or our collective... Whatever it is, <laughs> hive, to the say, high faceless yeah, line. Yes, yeah. yes, to say that this is what's going on, you know. Right. Um, Yet he has already kind of given her not necessarily an order per se, but yeah. she has a task she's supposed to do. And I really, I thought she was going to choose to give the gift to Marin instead, mm -hmm. and then you know, God help us all. But yeah. uh, it didn't happen yet, so she hasn't made the choice yet. Yep. Yeah. We'll yeah. have to see what happens. Hopefully, we'll get to see what happens. I don't know. Next week. Next week is is it a longer episode too? Is someone in the chat room maybe check check that out? I know sometimes they go expand a little bit yeah. in the last. Uh, they got a lot of things we hope to get to. Holy moly! And that when we go back to Dorne, uh, you mentioned already, but this is Alaria's uh, rebellion has been crushed back in, in Dorne, and uh, she has to uh, bend the knee and recognize uh, Prince Duran as, as her sovereign leader again. She mm -hmm. open mouth kisses his ring, um, <laughs> and um, it kind of, that's, it's, that's it. It's it. Yeah. Like, okay. And meanwhile, it's like, okay, do you well, what actually does that believe mean? her, though? I do, actually. Really? Do. Especially with the moment afterwards with Jamie. Like, yeah, I think, or I at least maybe she's, she's more focused. Like, yeah. I think she, I think if she was put in the same room with Cersei, she probably wouldn't be the yes. nicest to her. But yeah, I think she, I think she was sincere. I think she did kind of bend. I think she was humbled by the whole process during the season, or but that's my problem. Or is just I don't, foiled. I think there was I think there was, was no jump. Foiled. I mean, there was. I'm sorry, it was just such a jump. Yeah, I'm um, like you yeah. just kind of went to him yelling at her to her bending the knee again. Yeah, and, and that just. Again, not her. flushed out because yeah. we no. can accept Prince Duran is kind of more of a common sense based leader. She's yeah. running on passion, which I don't think we could fault her for. She watched her paramour be crushed yeah. to death. Mm -hmm. um, I can get you can get her point of view, but it just seemed. Yeah, again, it was just like, all right, all right. All right. And then, but okay, I do think now the I'm moment done. where she it's like she cries for a second and it's like that moment of release where her daughters see her and it's like she broke. It's like, OK, I've been fighting, I've been fighting, I've been fighting. And now it's like I can't I, I lost my plan, got foiled. Yeah. Um, yeah. And where she's talking to Jamie and she's like, 
I know your daughter had nothing to do with anything that happened. Because yeah. I think that she realizes, you know, what she was trying to do until seeing, like, Jamie show up and be like, oh, she actually has family. This girl is not actually the target of my vengeance. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that part felt a little more genuine to me that, mm-hmm. okay, she is really going to talk to Jamie to explain the situation and why she feels the way that she feels. Now, I don't know if the sand snakes are going to feel the same way because the look when she started crying, yeah. they looked like, ugh, yeah. why is she crying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that was a strange moment with them. So if, if Dorn is brought back in some fashion next year are you going to trust what they can do with it well they are because uh tristane's going to be on the small council but that doesn't mean that we're going to be in dorn that's true but dorn is going to be i guess represented in some way you know which i mean do we really want to see more tristane so far he's but he's 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 really handsome Um, he is really handsome eh. retro cushion asked the question so was hilaria the one that sent the necklace Yes, I thought that you was so? pretty well implied, okay. if not directly said, because just of the look. I mean, we know Duran didn't know anything about yeah. it from the look that he gave Alaria. So I guess you're supposed to infer that Alaria would be the per- type of person that would steal the necklace from Marcella's room. Yeah. And would send it to Cersei. And that, that I think, was it. we talked about that, where we're like, why is he not telling her, Jamie, when he got there? Why did he not tell her? There was a threat against your life. That's why I'm here. You yes. should actually be scared. And so it was this scene where it was like, okay, that actually got brought up. And you could see that she was like, my necklace did get stolen. And okay, so I get it that there is actually a threat against me. And you came to protect me. And it wasn't just, you know, my uncle slash dad just coming to, like, show his power position. Mm-hmm. You know, it was really, I love you and I'm here to protect you. Yeah. And I think that the conversation where it was like, Tristane's going to come back with you. It was like, okay, the little brattiness in her was like, I'm fine because I still get my boyfriend. Exactly. It's like her whole demeanor changed on a dime. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, okay, Romeo's coming. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. Quick thing, though, actually, if you remember from last episode um, where Cersei asked, has anyone heard from Jamie? And so I thought they were going to touch on why Jamie doesn't seem to be concerned about the fact that his sister's imprisoned back home. So I don't think anybody knows this stuff. But like even with Tyrell, I don't think. Mm. See, but I I don't. I don't think they've one been there long enough. And they can't send word because they don't know where he is. Like, well, how are you going to Cersei start? knows. Yeah, but yeah. what's she going to do? Send word to the to Dorne and be like, I think my brother came to, like, try and steal my daughter back. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's true. And it was, she's yeah, not going to blow up also, spot like that. Yeah, she was very cagey the whole time. He's on a diplomatic mission to exactly. Alderaan. I mean, Alderaan. Oh, wait. Um, That's the thing I was That's thinking, true. too, is, like, with uh, Marjorie's dad, just, like, Singing and hanging out, I was like, "Does he, he not know that his know daughter either. is in prison?" Like, I guess ravens don't doofus. fly very fast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, his doofus. son too. Yeah, Mason yeah. probably like, "Well, I've, I've got to do what the queen wants me to do." Yeah. <laughs> so I do have one final question on Dorn for you, Tiffany. Yes. Uh, you last season were a big fan of Laria Sand. In fact, yeah, I recall yes. you even cosplaying. I did cosplay as her. As her. Um, I remember helping you pick that dress out <laughs> early on. Um, yeah. Don't ask me very how or why. Difficult task for you, I'm sure. Sure was. Um, but um, 
you don't really like her much this season. Was it the hairstyle? Was it just the short hairstyle? <laughs> Did she go off Felicity on I you? Feel was it the ch- like <laughs> this whole season and like we were talking about it now where it's like it feels Sorry, that's like the greatest the- haircutting <laughs> reference in, in pop culture history. <laughs> the Felicity one? one? Yeah. yeah. The- um that it wasn't she wasn't really fleshed out and even in the first episode that she came back this season, it just felt really jarring where everyone was like, What is the accent? She didn't really talk yeah. like that last season. Yeah. So I don't know if it was and I don't know if saying caricature for them is the right exp- like the right I, adjective. I, I know for what it. you mean. Again, going back to her accent in the first time, it was a lot more pronounced and Yeah, you know, uh, and it, it feels like she's so different. one note. It was just like, I just wanna kill everybody, I just wanna kill everybody, like, ah, oh, we're gonna do this thing and there's no yeah. there was nothing else we're that she got to We're going to war. Ah, oh, never mind, no. Kiss that ring. Yeah. Yeah. So I think n- now this episode was the first one where I was like, Okay, she's actually getting to do more and it's one of those things where it's like maybe they shot more stuff and the episodes were too long so that kind of stuff had to get edited out or the mm. writing wasn't there she didn't get those scenes um so i i'm a little disappointed because i definitely mm. was excited to see more there she mm. is not one of my favorite characters anymore it felt yeah. like there were scenes missing yeah for her specifically yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. You guys are both right on that. The cutting room floor probably yeah. contains some stuff there. That uh, and, 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 and jokes aside, it's a question. Well, and the, I, the character definitely downgraded from. Yeah, yeah, we all like. Yeah, I liked her last year because she was also damn sexy and the stuff with Oberyn was awesome and everything. Yeah. And this season, I would have totally been behind her because yeah. we all loved Oberyn and we want mm-hmm. revenge for Oberyn. And yep. uh, well, and the other thing about it too is that you know. She just comes in and there's nothing to attach onto that's likable about her character this season. Mm-hmm. It's like everything she does is kind of annoying. <laughs> Love that. And and the hard part is uh, Rome is one of my favorite shows of all time. Oh. So I know that she's an incredible actress. If you've not watched Rome, definitely check it out. Um, but she's an incredible actress, so I know she can carry more. So it's not one of those things where you're like, yeah, not. the acting's not great. It's like they just didn't get to do that much, enough in yeah, Dorne. I think I she think. has a great presence, uh, beautiful woman, talented actress. I mean, yeah, this is nothing, no, uh, you know, uh, a mark against her. It's yeah. just that you can only do with what you've been given. Yep. And in this one, it was like, go stomp and pout a lot. Yeah. And get angry. Well, I hope, I hope she goes back with them. Mm-hmm. To, um, to King's Landing? Yeah, King's I hope she does. That'd be interesting. Because I, I think seeing her there last season, it was like there was so much more she got to do and play with. And, mm-hmm. you know, she also was a lot stronger this her, season. And, and again, it mm-hmm. could have been writing, too, where it's like she lost the love of her life. So it's like she had to be a little bit more broken and a little bit less put together than she was last season. Yeah. But strictly from a diplomatic point of view, um, does it make sense for Dorne to send her back no. to King's Landing but maybe, right back to where no. she's going to be no. all pissed off again? Yeah. So, out, I know, out of as their much, watch. As much as yeah. I would yeah. love to see her, I think she does deserve to go back and have some more scenes. I don't, I don't I know if it the makes the most will sense. Go. I think the Sand Snakes will go back. And I'm seeing, that I would like to see. Yeah, and, I, and I'm seeing a conversation between Jen and, and Rachel. You guys are so great in the chat room, and I, and I try. I wish I could call out all your comments, but they're, they're talking about you know, uh, you know, one of the first things Laurie wants to do is hurt a little girl, and, and Rachel says, well, or Jen says, well, that's the exact opposite of Oberyn would have wanted mm-hmm. because as Rachel says we don't hurt little girls in Dorne. Yep. Yeah. So Laurie, the character right from the start kind of was outside the box and a little, uh, a little different. But, but crazy that's town. where I do think sometimes it's like that it didn't get explained enough, and maybe again, maybe right. it got fleshed out more where it's like. She lost the love of her life, and so it's like she's grasping at straws. So you could get behind everything. that, but then it, yeah, no, you're yeah. right. And that's I think our point collectively we're coming to here is, yeah. is, is like 
Oh, okay. She wanted to kill Marcella, but she would soon. Re uh, it's just. But that's not actually just what she to. wants. Yeah. If you have all of that, and you have someone who's that broken to the point where they would suggest things that they would never otherwise yeah. do, you can't go from that to kissing a ring and being okay right. with everything again right. in less than an episode. It, it's like yeah. me at a party after three whiskeys. A lot of character <laughs> change happens. <laughs> a lot of smiling in photos. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. This, is this is only number two. We're all okay. We're all going to be fine here. <laughs> All right, enough of the laughter. Let's go to Shireen's death. Hooray! Uh -huh. All right. Oh, gosh. So we Speaking go, of hurting little girls. We go to uh, the forest uh, on the way to Winterfell. Davos is gone, wow. sent away, and Shireen and her dad uh, have a little moment. It's a sweet moment, so it's all going to be worked out, right? She's once again, hey, Dad, let me tell you about what I'm learning on the app here about the Dance uh, dance with Dragons when everyone died and got burned. It Wasn't that hilarious, Dad? And... and um, you wanted Stannis. Maybe you. I'm just speaking for myself. You, you wanted Stannis want. maybe to have a moment of clarity. A but change of heart. There's one thing Stannis never does, and that is waver from the line that he toes. Unfortunately. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, that conversation, she's so sweet and intelligent and smart, and the things that she's telling him about the war between the Targaryens, where it's like, the whole reason that there was such a terrible war is because everyone was choosing a side. Right. Mm -hmm. We don't need to choose a side. And so it's like there was wisdom in that that he could have latched onto and said, I'm going to change my game plan here um, because I'm not sacrificing my daughter for the mm -hmm. sake of the throne. Mm -hmm. But he did not do that. I think there was a moment. I'm re no, trust me, go with me. There was a moment he was like, hmm, but no, it's not what I do. Yeah. It's not, it's not who he is. Mm -hmm. He I, thinks he is. Mm -hmm. I don't know that too. it was, it's not who I am, but it was more like, I don't see how that puts me in the position of what I'm supposed to become. Like, I don't see how yes. me backing down is going to let me become the king sure. that the Lord of Light has uh, claimed that I Nick, am. Nick Hopper just said it very well. Put He put his own ambition over his mm -hmm. own daughter. Mm -hmm. Fail. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's exactly uh, everything else in the past has been, yeah, cut off your knuckles because you did this and I owe you this and I'll pay back that and that and this yeah. one. And was... I'll kill my brother, by the way, because right. he's blocking my rightful claim to the throne. True. Again. So it's, it's, it's not a far stretch. Yeah. But also, when he went to kill his brother, it, he didn't... He gave he, him a chance. He also didn't actually kill his brother. Someone else did. He, <laughs> like, he it knew wasn't what a, was going to happen. But it wasn't... It, this, yeah. this, the way that this went down, one, it's your own flesh and blood. I mean, brother, yes, is the same, but this is, like, this your is daughter that you raised. The scene that cured. we already had with Stannis, where it was, like, mm -hmm. that was the moment where I was on Stannis' side when he's mm -hmm. talking about saving her from the grayscale. Yeah. And then, you know, he's just having this conversation with her, and you're like, you are... You are a terrible father. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. and, and then we get to, I mean, which is crazy because I thought I hated the mom and I would never change my, like, change my tune on her. Yeah. And she is the one who actually wants to change her mind in the last second. It was a, a nice. It late. was a nice little moment of character building for her because yeah. up until now it's just been very like following Melisandre mm -hmm. yep. and you mm -hmm. don't like her and she hates her daughter and okay we'll we'll have this moment now. A little too late. Yeah, but it was there. What does this do uh, to you, ladies' opinion of my my girlfriend Melisandre? Like what? 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 She's got to have some blame here or talking just pure character wise I mean this this is somebody is this part of a true master plan does she know what she's doing because she's very aware 
of what's going on beyond the wall. Yeah. So why would she still be like, yeah, let's go take Winterfell? Was Winterfell taking Winterfell part of that? Where were you guys at with her? I mean, I think that it was interesting because there was even a moment with her mm-hmm. that I saw. And again, it could be like me wanting to see the good in people, but where, you know, the whole thing is going down Ramsey. and there looks like what? <laughs> Shut it. Um, How is your buddy man? I don't know. He wasn't on this episode, okay? Yeah. 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 Going, you and him going for a little coffee. Oh my gosh. Oh, stop. Ramsey, guys. talk about you. We kept He was, though, because he burned down all the tents um, and made, uh, made Stannis <laughs> be driven to this decision. So, really, he Ramsey did is not. It's not. No, 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 no. Well. No. <laughs> no one can take the blame for this but Stannis. And I think that's where. Melisandre's kind of in there, too. But I don't think, like, she puts a bug in his ear. Mm. He's the one who follows through he on makes it. the choice. She would not, she has never done anything. And I can't, I mean, I can't remember anything that she's done that she's gone about on her own and not run past him and gotten me okay. Like, she'll be like, this is what needs to happen. You need to tell me yes or no. And even with well, this... Except for maybe seducing John, but mm-hmm. otherwise... Well, yeah. but seducing Kate's John? Like, I mean, yeah, she, like, tried for it, and John was like, like peace yeah, out, no. no. You know nothing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but so I think that with her, it's like, it, it doesn't change my perspective on her because she's always had the same mm-hmm. game plan since the very beginning. I'll do anything that the Lord of Light wants me to do mm-hmm. to get everyone into the positions that I've seen to be right. Right. Which I agree with, but the problem with that, like, way of going about things is her visions are not always right. Like, she could be misreading mm-hmm. what she sees. It doesn't, you know, it's her interpretation. Yeah. Her interpretation right. of what the Lord of Light actually wants. Um, so things can go wrong and daughters get burned. and Yeah. Yeah. And it was a tough scene to watch. In an odd way, it was uh, shot very well. Um, it's it, 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 a tough subject matter to handle on a show that's yeah. been full of controversy since episode one of season one. Yeah. Uh, and already Entertainment Weekly has released an article and interview uh, with uh, Dan and Dave. Dan Weiss talked about it, saying horrible things happen to people in the show, and this is one that we thought was entirely narratively justified. Mm-hmm. It was set up by the predicament that Stan- Stannis was in. It was it will be awful to see, or awful to see, but it was supposed to be awful. Yeah. Yeah. He also goes on to mention, just on a fan question, and, and I'm sure the internet will be a rage again this week, um, Is uh, there's an interesting connection people make they choose what empathy they have for characters this is not the first person to burn at the stake um so you know not to bring up the sansa scene again but a lot of we were talking off air a lot of people had uh a real strong connection to it happening to sansa and when i off air have mentioned to some people well in the books that's not who happened it happens to oh okay well that's fine you know, so like, it's a, it's a no, weird, but yeah. It, it yeah. still happens, and it was worse. Yeah. So well, I, mean, it's just, yeah. I just want to take a moment, too, to say how great of an actress the girl is. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what her actual name is. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, the little Shereen, girl. the one who plays Shereen. Because she, this, the whole too. walking up to, first of all, she probably has some of the more difficult, like, historical mm-hmm. dialogue to have. Yeah. But then the scene where she's walking up and looking, you know, she's excited because she's like, I'm actually going to get to help. I get to actually take on this position of being the princess and I'm going to mm-hmm. do something good and my dad's going to be so proud of me. I want to be able to help. Yeah. And and being able to actually be paraded in front of people oh, as yeah, the yeah. daughter because she's been kept away for so mm-hmm. long. And so she's walking yeah. out and you see that pride in her face. And then it's like, where's my dad? I want to see him. And then 
Melisandre's there and is like, uh, it'll be over quickly. And you just see her face change. I was just, I just thought how great of an actress this girl is that she could pull that off in such a quick walking scene. And it was, it was heartbreaking. So yeah. Absolutely heartbreaking. And uh, Nick Hopper says in the chat room, but not a coincidence that it was, this episode was directed by the same guy that directed the Red Wedding. Uh, good oh. memory there, Nick. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Nice. Same kind of like, Emotional uh, punch to the gut. Yeah, yeah. And she actually, she said uh, Stannis's actual words back to him uh, mm -hmm. right before she started walking. The I am Prince, I am the Princess Shireen Baratheon. I am your yeah. daughter. Yeah, uh, it's just <laughs> yeah. oh, you're like oh, you're gonna die. Didn't Melisandre yeah. say that to her too at one point? Um, when they were at the yeah. when they were at Castle Black. She like yes, reminded about her about the grace because Shireen felt bad about the grace scale yeah. and uh, yeah. yes, Melisandre said something. It didn't matter to the Lord of Light. You're your father's daughter. You have yeah. king's blood in you. That that sort of yeah. thing. Slightly and different context, but yes. yes. Uh, on <laughs> sorry, I'm still trying to hold on to Team Stannis no. and, and no. Waterfast 2012. Kind of, uh, I'm paraphrasing no. him. This is this is like Spock. The the good of the many outweigh the good of the one. Right? Am I right? Anyone with me? No. 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 N no. to the O. Okay. I also think this, in this my is hall definitely here. a game-changing moment for Stannis. Obviously, for your love for him, it should have changed drastically. <laughs> but I think that, you know, how stoic he was, uh -huh. he didn't even shed a tear. He was mm -hmm. just like, this is what has <laughs> to happen. Even while his wife is like, no, please don't make this happen. And sh sh she's calling out to him. Like... Yeah, I think this scene is supposed to illustrate that there's no line he won't cross. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just, I mean, you you kind of knew it before, but he had those tender moments with Shireen. You're like, oh, he cares about something. No. Well, it's mm. also, I mean, he, he's gotten rid of everything that is his conscience. You know, yeah. with the Onion Knight gone and his daughter, he doesn't love his wife, really, and she doesn't have that much. She doesn't ever normally <laughs> offer up any, you know, kind of good conscience, yeah. angel on the shoulder kind of stuff. So now it's just him and Melisandre. That's it. Yeah. It's going to get bad. Yeah. I've got about 70 Team Stannis t-shirts in my car if anyone wants to buy them. <laughs> yeah. I was waiting to after this season. I thought I had you all in my, my hand here to buy yeah. these t-shirts. Uh, should have gotten rid of them. Uh, actually, yeah, after season yeah, episode four, I should have got, got it. So from there, we go to the WrestleMania oh, of Marine, man. the fighting pits, yeah. the fighting pits, the scope and scale oh, of this holy. scene. And we're going to probably make some jokes about the CGI quality. <laughs> and, you know, hey, it is what it is. It's a TV show, but uh, it isn't Land of the Lost. It's at least better than that, yeah. right? Falcor! Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It'll never end a story and all that stuff. But before we get there, they, I thought, did an excellent job of capturing the, the, the scope of the fighting yeah. pits. Mm -hmm. am, am I wrong there, Michelle? No, I loved it. I mean, obviously going for the Coliseum, showing the scope of it, mm -hmm. the grant, like everything. And I actually felt the pride of the city. I got where his daughter was kind of coming from. Of yeah. Like, this is part of the culture of the city. This is what they do. Yeah. This point. is for the glory. So it didn't seem, I mean, obviously it was brutal and it got very brutal during the fights, but I kind of felt like that was part of the idea yeah mm -hmm. I and I mean any kind of show like if you watch Spartacus mm -hmm. or you know that type of vibe you get that feeling of okay yes this is this is how everyone in the city would have behaved they were excited about it they mm -hmm. wanted to I mean they came to watch the fight they weren't forced to be there oh, right. <laughs> um the scope of it obviously it was huge and looked great and you know, I think what was good about it, too, is that you got quickly what everyone's position was mm -hmm. because, you know, 
Danny sits down and then you have Dario behind her and then you've got Tyrion sitting there Mm -hmm. and then you've got her stupid fiance. And then his daughter, you're right, comes comes in in late and and says, says, I'm late, but I was just making sure everything's in order. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they weren't like throwing it down your throat that he was the that he was the son of the harpies king but it's it's still but, wide open it's to, still, yeah still you know. wide open there, but yeah there is something where it's like they don't necessarily they're not usually that on the nose on game of thrones so no. i'm like is no. it something where they're like they're really right. trying to change like confuse us and we've all thought that it's been him the whole time and then you see this episode and you're like i don't think right. it can be <laughs> Right, right. But it could, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be him. It could be Dario. It could be somebody completely right. we haven't even seen yet. Yeah. You don't know. But, I mean, they were very obviously trying to set up from the very Wait, it could be Dario? Of, I think that's a possibility. You know, I hope so, because I, I hate guys like that. <laughs> and I want them to, I, no, kid, I don't, yeah. I no. never even thought about that. I'm just saying, he knew where, he knew how they hide. He knows how to fight. He doesn't really like masters. I'm, I'm just right. saying, it's a, it's a possibility it's set up because I think his dart, I think it's a strong possibility for him, but I think it's almost too easy. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with that. I, I definitely, it could very well be red herring. Um, but they haven't really, other than Jerk Dario, they haven't really introduced. They haven't put anyone else up there that could be a possibility. Right. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. There's no green grace. There's no any of those characters there. But so we, we get to the fighting. Uh, we, we, we get the uh, the pomp and circumstance. Uh, it's very pod racer esque. A lot of flags, a lot of cheering and wizard. Um, and then uh, the, the, the there's a quick fight, little beheading. What's Game of Thrones without a beheading? Ah, right. The, the best part about it was that they're having so much conversation that's giving giving backstory, giving a lot of depth into these characters, not like what we got in Dorne. Good, mm-hmm. yeah. But they're just chatting away. There's funny quips here and there, and then it's like, oh, well, he just got beheaded. Like, <laughs> it wasn't even like, let's watch the fight. It was, we're all distracted and then the guy dies. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, that didn't matter at all. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, and I loved, the, can we talk about the conversations they were having? Absolutely. Dig oh, in. It was so great. Yeah. I mean, just, I mean, Tyrion being able to comment without fear, without any of the politics, yeah. he's actually able to express his opinions and him sparring back and forth with his star who is intelligent he's not saying completely untrue things Mm -hmm. but i love the fact that they're kind of now that we're sort of kind of wrapping up and only have two seasons left we got to start thinking about what kind of leader danny is going to be Mm -hmm. and i love that this was one of the like more equal footing conversations that addressed that Mm -hmm. i think it also showed that with Jorah, with everyone that's kind of been the right hand to Danny up to this point, there hasn't been anyone who is of quote unquote royal blood that could just say what they were thinking without fear. You know, where Tyrion will just say things and it's like, I'm saying this because I believe it to be true and I, you could try and kill me, but I'm also royalty. <laughs> you know, so there's a different level of confidence when he says what he has to say. There's not a. He- I just choked on my own spit. <laughs> There's not hesitation. The Lord of Light is sending a smoke monster into my throat, apparently. So, Fire. No, Fire. no, David, Fire. your apartment. And by the way, we should pause in this very serious moment in the show to thank the listeners last week who <sighs> alerted us that we were burning down yeah. David's apartment. Because uh, last week, David yeah. wasn't here, and we were in here along, along with our... Uh, uh, the production engineer here, Alex, and uh, we were so into the conversation that <laughs> Tiffany had thrown an entire ca- uh, match into, I'm blaming you, and, and then the candle caught on fire, and then Maude threw a box of matches on it. Well, 
No, before the matches, she tried to fan it with paper. But I don't do it. Don't, don't do, it. do it. I, who by the way am a trained first responder and handle handle stuff like this often, pointed at it and moved my beer. <laughs> we. I just said though. Very I was like, I kind, of, I kind of wish it would have happened this week. I'm so because it would have been so perfect for this episode. You looked at it twice too, and just were like, you're just like because yeah, I knew. I knew what I had done. I put a match in there, and I was like, the match is going to burn out. It'll be fine. I've done that before. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, quick pause in the show to thank you all again out there in listening audience for saving our lives last week and and not um, causing Dave to live in a Motel 6 for the next month and a half. I Um, just assumed that we're all Targaryens here and that the fire won't hurt us. And I, being such a a Sir Jorah in my regular life, I was just like, why don't you walk in and burn? I'll watch you. I'll be here in the morning. Uh, Anyways, back to the fighting pits. Great moment. You got the witty banner that mm-hmm. we were talking about. Love. Danny's kind of bored over it. Wish she wasn't here watching the death. And all of a sudden, she hears this voice in the background. The Westerosi Knight. Yeah. Yep. yep. How and many times Jorah. is this guy not going to get the hint? <laughs> what is Jorah's goal? I don't get it. I, I think for him, he well, yeah. As David's yelling from the he background, loves he loves her. He does. He loves her, and he doesn't want to go down without being back in her good graces. That's I guess. What I think Look, it is. even I, the king of unrequited love, at some point goes, I'm just going to head to the bar. Ah, I'm going to the bar. Where is he going to go? He, it's at this point, it's like, he's he got grayscale. I know. He knows he's dying, so it's yep. like, this is the only thing that matters to me is her knowing that I was true to what I was saying, that I actually care about her, that I was actually trying to protect her and keep her safe. So he's going to prove that by fighting in a pit. That's yeah. the only way he can get in front glory. of her. Okay. I just, hey, I just yeah. don't understand what the best case scenario for him is in this. But the, I get it. He doesn't he exactly have was, a lot of options. This was his version of standing outside her window with, with a boombox boom playing, yep. playing in your eyes. This <laughs> was his version <laughs> of it. This was it. Yep. Uh, but hey. Check out my grayscale, kids. I thought that was a damn good fight. There's been some yes. fights this year that maybe haven't the sand snakes come to mind where the fights mm-hmm. kind of left us going, nee, yeah. a little rehearsed. This was a pretty brutal six-man fight. Uh, it, it was a free-for-all tech style death match here it was great um and, and a lot of different fighting styles with those mm-hmm. rocky yeah. the water dance fighting style was in play there a lot of cool stuff cool moments did you think at any point he and actually it's fair for all of us because at this point that dan and dave could kill yeah. anybody yeah. how how at peril did you how, did you think jorah might bite it here yeah i de- i definitely did and i think it kind of harkened back to last week's episode with john where it was like that fight you actually did feel fear that he might get killed in the episode. And there have been some fights, like you said, where maybe there wasn't that much urgency or weight there. This fight felt that way. I was like, there were moments where I was like, oh, he's about to die because they obviously wanted to build to that because Danny is like, am I going to stop it? And that's when Tyrion's like, you can stop this (laughs) at any moment. Um, So, yeah, I definitely thought there was a chance that we might lose Jorah, which it would have been awful he spent but, a lot they, of time on his back during this fight, yeah. A little bit. I mean, they could have played with that, too. I, I wasn't sure what they were going to do. I'd have been surprised, but yeah. at the same time, especially with Danny choosing not to stop it and not choosing to save him, that could have been this whole kind of guilt thing that she got to play with for but another few episodes. But she didn't actually have to make the choice because she didn't. as she's standing there and you can see, oh, crap, I better make some decision because he's going to get killed, the other dude comes in and kills the Stabs guy that's about to back. call Jorah, mm-hmm. and so it's like, oh, she's like, whew, okay. that decision's <laughs> off my Exactly. And, and before we get to the end of the stuff here and get distracted, do you guys want to take a moment to really praise that necklace? 
Yes. Oh God, do we necklace. love that necklace? <laughs> so cool. The I'm whole like, time. There your hair. needs to we be jewelry. I'm, I'm sure they have it. Someone's just, already making someone's it. Someone's making that. Yeah, right. Or so the, the torque doesn't go all the way around. It yeah. just has the wings down. We got a very good look. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody. It was good. It, oh, it was. That was, good. That was and beautiful. I think it was cool because there's as we've gotten further and further with her, there's so much more stuff that, that has been building where it's like I I we talked about this where I was like, have we seen the sigil for her yet? The house yes, Targaryen. We've seen it before, but I believe um, so because it, 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 you, you guys got me. You got me kind of confused. Big. I'm like, yeah, we've seen it. Yeah, oh, wait, have we have seen we? it? And you're like, well, it was just it's so just so prominent. present. Maybe it was we think so we've seen prominent. It. But they, yeah. they hung it at other places. It was on the top of the pyramids. It was the Targaryen oh, okay. thing was out. Okay. It just, Targaryen. It just, was it was very prominent yes. this episode. Which we've was all very seen cool. it since season one. Yeah. You know, just out in marketing. I, so. I, yeah, I've got it, it on drinking cups. It was my phone case for a while. Well, and I wonder if that's where you know, up until this point she has been a lot more reserved about it. And now it's like, nope, there's the sigil. Mother of I've dragons. got my dragon necklace on. I am the queen. Mm-hmm. These episodes, and, and I think that was something that they've been pushing her to have to make the decision to do, mm-hmm. where it's like, you're the queen. You have to start the fight. Everyone's waiting on you. Um, and up to this point, I don't think she really, she's felt more like, one of the people instead mm-hmm. of the queen, even though she's making these big decisions. But I think this yeah. episode, where she's sitting up there, it's you are separated from everyone else. Yeah. You are very different. You are the one making the decisions. And so then Jorah comes out on top, kind of. And this is a great moment, I thought, that they played with what we oh know as, as Game so of Thrones. Good. As Game of Thrones viewers, we're all yelling, the guy's not dead yet. He's technic- He's still squirming. Yeah. And then Jorah goes, we're sort of thinking maybe there's going to be a little yeah. mountain Oberon thing. Well, because they start booing, too. Booing. He's got some crowd heat. And they call, in, in pro wrestling, we call that go-away heat. And they're all mad. And, and he grabs a spear. And, and we're thinking he's going to do something. Yeah. And then, boom, saves the day. It. Great it moment. It made me think yeah. of Hunger Games, you know, when Katniss yeah. shoots the arrow up there and you're yeah. like, she's like, Thank in you your consideration. Face. Which, yeah. yeah, I kind of thought that that was what was going to happen there, where he throws the, the bow and I'm like, I mean, this the staff, the spear, use your words, Tiffany. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, what was he throwing it at? You know? Yeah. And then you we see. We thought his dog. Da- I was like, Dario, Dario. get yeah. Dario. I thought it was yeah. Dario. Yeah. And oh, I mean, what friend zone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is the Sons of the Harpy. I thought it was a great moment. Yeah. It's one Holy of my crap. favorite moments in oh. five years of this show. I'm going to say it there. It was a great moment that didn't know was coming. Boom. Yes. That realization that the totally Sons of the Harpy are attacking full scale attack, which, which is a, a bit of a change, but I like this type of change. Such a great reveal when they go to, I mean, just that one moment of, oh God, there's an assassin. And then they go to the crowd and it's like unveiling masks left and right. You're like, oh shit. Well, and it made me, it immediately made me think of the conversation that Danny and Dario had where Dario said, have the fights in the pits and then murder all of, yeah, all of the masters. Which by the way, point to him being the harpy. Just saying. A little bit of that, but I was like, huh. Did yeah. he did he know this was coming? I mean, if he is with the Sons of the Harpy, then you're like, he knew that it was coming. Um, but or was it just like you actually do need to listen to this guy because he knows what you need mm-hmm. to do to keep everything in order? I'll bet on that side of it. Yeah, I'll bet on that side of it. But a crazy fight. Big fight. His star wow. gets some stabbing. But in true Game of Thrones, he's we didn't see him die. Yeah, see him die. He, we saw sure. him with the knife in the chest laying on the ground. But as everyone else left, side. but his yeah. eyes were open still. Yeah, he was eyes were still breathing. Open. Tyrion gets into action here. Yes, oh, yes, that was a Tyrion. Great, great moment. moment. You great know, moment. This guy for being uh, the imp from the beginning and 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 so looked over his entire life. Guy. He's pretty good in a fight. 
He yep. went back and he, he took down the, the, the men in the mountain there on, on the way to uh, the Erie. Dad. Uh, killed, killed his, his girlfriend. We, he's the world's leader in killing Lannisters right now. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. All he has to do is start just hamstringing people. Just go through, start slicing Achilles tendons. You're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's too. Oh, that was a good moment, so, too. Yeah. That. Everybody protect your queen. Yeah. I liked the moment between Dario and Jorah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, where it was well, like, who's going to protect you? her? Is, is this going to be OK? Yeah. Yeah. Dario's then, like, hey, go with him. He's a good dude. Yeah. And then he puts his hand out and Danny takes it. Yeah. That was the moment where I'm like, okay, this is that's all he wanted. At this point, he's like, I can die. <laughs> Although there was a I slight know she moment. Trusts don't me touch again. him. Don't touch his yeah. arms. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Th- I think you have to be fully grayscaled to, to transmit it, but I wouldn't want to take that chance. Yeah. It's ah. like when someone's like, I'm sick today. Go ahead and leave my office. It's all right. Um, and they they run. They run. They're trapped like Jedi in the Attack of the Clones pit. Yeah. Bill, Holt, yeah. Bill Holt in our chat room is the first to mention it. So glad Yoda so and true. the clone army yep. showed up. Very rare. She's, wearing, there, she's like, wearing the white dress. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, this very much I like Padme. Aggressive <laughs> Negotiations. Yeah. Um, Just needed the middle ripped out a little bit. Would have yeah. been good. Yeah, yeah. I did notice, though, and I think a lot of people talked about this, where it was like, she's wearing this white dress for so long. Is that, how is it not getting dirty? And then there was blood they on get it. Dirty. Was get, like, Matt S. points out Tyrion protected Missande. He grabbed yes. her. Uh, Grey Worm, of course, was infirmed. He's not in this fight. Uh, um, you got a lot of the Unsullied getting stabbed. It's, it's, it is the hour. Yeah. The end of the hour. Then all of a sudden, Danny kind of. She kind of goes Drew Barrymore Firestarter. She kind of <laughs> and a little Jedi action. Eyes, little. But I don't even think she knew. I don't. You think, think okay? I don't think she I was like think telepathically. She knew. Yeah, I, I, I'm making jokes. I don't think so too. But is that, you guys think she just kind of felt it? I, I think she think, was just ready, waiting to die. She was accepting yeah. death because mm-hmm. she takes um, Missandei's hand, and I think it was we're gonna we're gonna die. We've done this. We've done the best that we could do, and I'm okay with it. Okay, and that was the moment where. Dragon! <laughs> and if you've ever been in a room where a dragon appears with Tiffany Smith nearby, <laughs> you'll know there's some screaming and shouting. Yeah. Burn and I didn't. I the did people. not make my dragon noise this time, but I'll do it now. <laughs> that was my baby dragons. <laughs> Katie Sackoff is better yeah, at like Katie Sackhoff's a big dragon. dragon. Sound on I'm Shmoke a baby Nobody. dragon. Um, so Drogon comes in, and Look relatively good. Wreck <laughs> it. Yeah. Uh, the fire, awesome. Fire, awesome. Yep. Drogon good, the Burninator came yeah, in. I'm some good it. stuntman action there. Yes. It made me also so excited for when that's going to happen to the whites because I was like, he mm. can just go show up and like burn up their entire army. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. I like how you say that with the voice of an eight-year-old. Can he burn the White Walker army? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he can. He can. Unless they have spears. That, mm-hmm. that started getting ugly pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah. Those guys started fighting back much quicker than I expected. I did actually think, again, this but, is another fight where I was like, it's not, it, there's a chance that we're losing Drogon in this episode. Well, yeah, I, I wouldn't think that again, you know, and there's so many different properties out there in the world with dragons, and each one have different rules on how yeah. you can kill a dragon. Mm-hmm. If it's in the, the Hobbit, it's a once-in-a-lifetime shot Only to a little quarter-inch uh, thermal exhaust port on the dragon. <laughs> yeah. But... Um, uh, I didn't. I didn't worry about that so much, but maybe it's because I, I kind of. This was. This was a moment we as book readers were reading. It, we got to it very different. Uh, but for me, this was a very exciting moment. Moment that paid off for you as a bookie. Yeah, definitely. I loved it. I, as you know, as kind of cheesy as the CGI kind of got. I don't care. I had tears in my eyes. There was a yeah. freaking dragon. Yeah, I was happy. And no Quidditch. 
Yeah. No, no footage. No footage. It yeah. wasn't even, it was more so that it, like for me, yes, it was awesome seeing a dragon and seeing him really take on everybody else who was trying to attack his mother. Um, but the stuff that I loved the most was the interaction between Danny and Drogon, mm-hmm. where it was like, she looks over and she's like, oh my gosh, did I call him here kind of thing? <laughs> and then slowly going over. And that was the moment yeah. where I thought there's a chance Drogon dies because they were connecting with each other. He's distracted. Mm-hmm, she's mm-hmm. in the moment. And then he got speared a couple of times and she yeah. pulls out the spear. And so it was just such a good build. A lot going on. Yeah. 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 And... I still am like, uh, cool. I'm glad you got to get on your dragon and fly away, but you left everyone behind. <laughs> I think a couple more people could have fit. It's like, it's like in Titanic where Rose is like, I'm the only one who can fit on this piece of wood. Sorry, everybody else. You can die. That dragon can fit more people on it. That's a future Mythbusters episode. Yeah, Man. Right. How many people Proving. can fit on a dragon? Exactly. Uh, but she rides off into the sunset. This opens up a lot of different possibilities with yeah. what Dan and Dave might do with that story but uh she rides off and and that's it we go to dark and this was kind of a a different episode coming off a great one last week that are the great great ending the last half the whole episode was great last week but that last 20 minutes was was amazing um well received this one had some up and down moments maybe in the fandom but uh this was uh Pretty, overall pretty good episode to follow up a big one stuff happened in this episode i mean the fact that you go from, you know, Stannis's massive bonfire mm-hmm. to Drogon coming and saving Danny, and you're like, that's it's huge. This you is know? probably the biggest emotional roller coaster episode yeah. so far this season for me. I was just accented I'm, I'm by a be, lot of fire. Yeah, I'm well, stressed out until next. Yeah, until we, next I mean, week. we were all kind of affected. Even me over in Team Stannisland, affected by Shireen screaming as she dies yeah. on the thing. We all were cringing, and then it's kind of by the end, you're like, try it. Yeah. <laughs> And we didn't talk about when we were talking about the Stannis stuff, but I kept thinking that it was going to be like a biblical reference where it's like, offer up your daughter, and then in the last second, uh, they're going to be like, no, you don't have yeah, to, actually. A little Isaac Abraham action yeah. going on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of that. A little bit. No, not. Oh, Melisandre doesn't have that kind of thing in yeah. her. She's just Well, kinda, the Lord of Light doesn't. Burn. All the way to the end. So next week is the season finale no! of... Uh, it is titled Mother's Mercy. That was announced last week after the season's title was officially hidden for a very long time. In fact, one time I think it was given a dummy title of Winter. Um, it is now uh, titled Mother's Mercy, and that opens up a world of speculation. So many. We won't go into here, but um, it's going to be fun. We're going to be back. Maybe you just come along and join us. I'm just going to watch no matter what, guys. I, I think I'm you need to be here. Be, I'm going to be crouching in the back like Gollum. It's yeah, fine. Absolutely. You know? No, it's been great to have you. Yeah. Yeah. With your insight. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm making that call now. Michelle joins us next week. Yeah, let's do it. I'm making that call now. And Alex is like, damn it, I gotta bring another mic. (laughs) Thanks, Alex. I got I got I got four mics too. I'll bring booze. Yeah. She's in definitely. Yay! So that is next week, and um, Imad will be here. Yes. We'll right. Pull her back from her I can guess what I think is good. I can say things that I think might happen because I haven't read the book, so sure. no spoilers. All right. Just don't even read the books. We don't know. I yeah, mean, that could be yeah, Mother's point. Mercy could have to do with Cersei. Okay. Because she is a mother. I'm writing these down. Uh, no, Cersei. It could have Danny, to do with Danny because obviously. they call okay. her mother. Sure. Okay. Um, it could have to do with... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alaria? Mm-hmm. 
I mean, she's it a mother. It could have okay. something to do okay. with I'd be surprised, uh -huh. but uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh, does it have to do with Danny and the dragons or Danny and the people of Marine? Okay, I'm writing that down. Okay. Uh, these, are, these are your predictions? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to keep these uh, These are just my pick. guesses. Okay. Uh, does it have something to do with Stannis and his wife? No, oh, Mama? sure. Yeah. I love What's Stannis. I hope What's he comes name? back. Celsi, Celsi, Celsi. I don't know. Yeah. Could have something to do yeah. with that. You're right. Too little, too late. Check. Um, yeah, a little. It could be. Would be a little too little, too late. Okay. Um, could it possibly? <laughs> I mean, what other mothers do we have? <laughs> Lady Elena. That's what I was thinking. Oh, was like, okay. Lady Elena. Yeah. Okay, Lady Elena. This, yeah. We haven't seen Mace Tyrell. This is wife. great. Okay. So those are those are those are Tiffany's predictions of what Mother's Mercy means next week. We'll check in next week to find out what that means. Yeah. Um, I'd say we're all wrong, and it's the name of a poison. That could be, could be, could be it I as well. Could be. Uh, could be it as well. Could be the name of the game that the Sand Snakes were playing when they were slapping yeah. each other. Who well, knows? you're like, also, Who is it mercy of someone not killing someone or killing someone? Oh, that's a good point. Don't know. Could be. So next week, going to tune in here. We go live roughly 8.15, 8.30, whenever we pour the second <laughs> glass of whiskey. Uh, we're going to have uh, uh, a lot of fun with that next week. It's been a fun ride so far. Up and down season, of course, but I think it always is. Game of Thrones seasons are yeah. always up and down. Revisionist history makes you look back and go, season this was better than season that. There's up and downs all the way through. Yeah. This season has had some spectacular moments and a lot has happened a lot of characters dying a lot of big moments and i think next week will be a fantastic ending to season yep. five so <sighs> tiffany smith we'll be back but until then where can they find you uh, and all your lovely work yes make sure you follow me on social media at tiffany's tweets twitter instagram snapchat um youtube obviously check out the and full of terrors bonus video that mm -hmm. will be up this week. Mm -hmm. um, and then I do Star Wars Far, Far Away on Geek Nation every Tuesday that goes up. And then Schmoes, Fandango, <laughs> DC All Access, lots of stuff. But I'm super pumped to be back here next week. So make sure you check out the YouTube for And Full of Terrors. Check out Geek Bombs for mm -hmm. the video version of this podcast. Knapsack files for the audio. You have to make an effort not to find her, actually. It's true. Yeah, actually, you do. I try and to avoid And our podcast, because we have it everywhere. Yeah. Stumble no, over you don't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't lie. Christopher in the chat room asks me this one final thing before I sign off, and that is uh, oysters, clams, and cockles. Um, <laughs> Michelle Boyd, our uh, unofficial fourth member of this ragtag band hey. of Game of Throners, uh, where can they find you uh, during this next week? All the usual social media Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. Uh, it's Michelle Boyd everywhere. It's Michelle Boyd online on Facebook. Uh, that's it. And mm -hmm. then I just started doing Geek Bomb Book Club as well. But that's, yeah, big yes. interview you guys had this Ernie week. Ernie Klein, yeah. because he's got a new book, Armada, coming up. Ernie Klein, uh, author of Ready Player One, the most yeah. geek-tastic so book ever. Uh, movie yes. coming out. Yes, movie new one on. coming out and the movie, directed by Steven Spielberg. Yeah, absolutely. Good idea. Yes, big, I know. Good so, big stuff. good things, good so things. She'll be back next week. Mod will be back next week. And follow, uh, follow Mod at Mod Garrett. And yep. uh, Geek Bomb is her YouTube channel. Uh, Wonderful stuff on there, and that's where this video version is housed after we do it live on Sunday night. Knapsack Files podcast feed is where you can find the audio version of this, released uh, usually by Monday afternoon, and a lot of stuff on that channel as well. And do not forget to follow I See the Frog uh, and, the, and the fine folks over at Drama 3-4. I See the Frog. Yeah. Uh, the wonderful partnership this year with them, uh, letting us uh, burn their candles and drink their whiskey. <laughs> the house. So until next week, this has been been the night is, is dark. dark we'll see you